Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare studio. Just a bit outside. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Now, The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin. And a good Thursday afternoon to you. And welcome into The McFarlane Show. Darren and Justin up here in Hendersonville. We are live at Birdie Bros, 300 Indian Lake Boulevard here in this shopping center right off exit 7 Vietnam Vets Boulevard. Yes, sir. We Parkway. are here. Justin, how are we doing? Doing great. How are you? Doing Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, this is a beautiful be place. Here. Yeah, it really a, is. This is a nice place. It is packed uh, here in Hendersonville in the shopping center. Yeah. A lot of people out shopping. Yeah. Saw some friends of mine that used to live in Hendersonville, now live in Dallas, Texas. Yeah, you're popular. Just walked in here and tapped me on the shoulder, and I was like, uh, hi. What? What are you guys doing here? <laughs> we're in for the holidays. Saw you were at Birdie Bros in Hendersonville. Yeah. Wow. Decided okay. Stop and see you. They had their little nieces with them. So, yeah, it's a great spot here at Birdie Bros in Hendersonville. We got a lot to get into today on the show. Just like Tuesday, we're going to be asking you if you can pop in here and give us some new blankets, new gloves, new socks. That would be fantastic. So we can hand them out on Christmas morning for those uh, who uh, need the help, right? Yes, There's a lot do. of people in this city that need our help, and uh, we certainly would appreciate that. Again, this uh, address is 300 Indian Lake Boulevard, Suite E160 here in the shopping center. Basically, if you're going to turn into the shopping center, you're just going to come straight back, and it's going to be right there on your right. You, you can't miss it. can't the, miss it. Big green doors, awning, yeah. The doors are propped open. Uh, this is nice. It this really is, is nice. really is. It, it it has a almost a bowling alley feel without the bowling alley. Like you don't hear the crash of the pins and things like that. It's it's really really neat uh, to be in here, and uh, the the atmosphere is is wonderful. The food smells wonderful. I mean, it's it's a great feel to be in here. It really is. Um, and so come on by, bring the, the socks, the hats, uh, whatever else you got. Uh, we're trying to make sure the homeless have what they need uh, to survive this holiday season. So uh, Darren and, uh, and Pep Perduto have been out there delivering, uh, the, uh, delivering these uh, types of things to people now for, for years, for years and years. So we're appreciative of their effort. We're just trying to help them out. I brought my little contribution in as well. So uh, looking forward to helping them out and continue their mission of a little holiday cheer. Uh, our next guest uh, who's walked in here also knows uh, Pat Sperduto. I would imagine he would. Yeah, I would think so. I, I know I recognized him. We walked in. He, I was like, hey. He, he may not know Art Paducah, but he does know <laughs> Pat Sperduto. Former Titans offensive lineman Kevin Long has been nice enough to pop in here. Kevin, how are we doing? We're doing good. How are you? Doing fantastic. You know Pat Sperduto? I, yeah, I, I kind of like the new name better. Though. You like Art Paducah? Art Paducah. Yeah. yeah. It, it's got a little bit uh, catchier ring to it. and <clears throat> You know, he, he just looks like an art, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's what I would think of. Maybe that's why (laughs) in his church he was called Art. Maybe because he looks like an Art. But that's where that whole story was hatched from his church, uh, where he was called Art Paducah. And it stuck. And so we've had a lot of fun with that. So how you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. So you are someone from up here north of town, right? You're in Hendersonville. Yeah. So uh, um, in 99, uh, me and Pillar moved up here to be on the lake because, you know, we needed to work on our tans and stuff like that. Yes, of course. You know, offensive linemen, we have to look good in our speedos. Absolutely, sir. We moved up here to be on the lake, and um, we rented a house over off of uh, Roberta, off of Walton Ferry, and we had a blast and just uh, fell in love with Hendersonville, Sumner County, and, and a great place to live. And uh, unfortunately for Pillar, it was way too far away from the bars, so he had to move a little bit closer okay. to Nashville. And so it, he, he only lasted a year up here. <laughs> he was um, a little bit behind the growth. Now yeah. you don't have to worry about anywhere you live in this city. Yeah. Uh, we really didn't have Uber back when uh, no. we played. Yeah. <laughs> But plenty of bars available here in Hendersonville now. They are now, yes. Yes, and, and but back then, no, you're right. They couldn't, they couldn't control them. We had to go down to Rivergate to coaches and uh, places like that. Oh wow, yeah. yeah so. <laughs> so, what? Tell everybody what you've been doing post playing career. Yeah. So, uh, you know, after uh, I was graciously cut by Tom Coughlin in the Jaguars in in '03. Uh, moved back up here to Hendersonville and um, got in the mortgage business right off the bat with uh, uh, SunTrust, and, which is now Truist, and then got mm-hmm. with Countrywide. And I've just been uh, fortunate enough to, to get in the mortgage industry at a good time in Middle Tennessee. Yeah, and, <clears throat> I'd say so. And, you know, a lot of growth from 2004 to 2008 when the you know market crashed and uh, but was able to get uh, some momentum going and just been extremely blessed with that and you know, been in it ever since. It is definitely uh, a good business to be in here in Middle Tennessee, for sure. We're we're immune to a lot of the, uh, you know, recession type of uh, traits that are going on. And, and, and people want to live in Tennessee because Tennessee's awesome. You know, we've got, you know, great people here, no state income tax, low property taxes, uh, a lot of growth, a lot of businesses moving here. So it's just an awesome place to live. You, you know, we talk about it all the time. We laugh about on the show, like, the minute we find out somebody, you know, famous is living here or buying a house here or building a house here. But, I mean, you probably see that all the time. I mean, you're the one. I mean, that is that is your world. So for the, probably... for the record, Kevin, Darren continues to be shocked by the people who live here. I stopped being shocked a couple of years ago. I, I just So now I just take it as a foregone conclusion right. that – Famous people live here. It's just the way it is. So nothing surprises me anymore. Nothing. Right. Uh, the the one that gets me are the movie actors that you know just want to live in Nashville. Yeah. Um, you know, you you automatically assume because of country music and and, and all that that sure. you get the the artists and stuff like that. But uh, the the actors that move here is is kind of surprising. But you know, it's just a you know we we've got a lot to offer. It's a central hub. You can get to. You know, the West Coast in three and a half hours and being the East Coast in two and a half hours. So, I mean, it's just a, a perfect spot to, to come in and, and, you know, do what you need to do. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really it's really neat for that. So uh, the question is, are, are, are people going to be able to, you know, because we, we've got a log jam here as far as, you know, 
trying to buy a house. Now, it wasn't as bad as it was a few years ago where people were buying sight unseen. Right. I'm, I'm sure you remember that. Like, no inspection. Yeah, we're just going to buy it. Yeah. Um, but still, it's, you know, pretty competitive, I know, to, to try to get in and, and get something right now. Yeah, you know, you, you still have uh, – there's not a lot of inventory. Yeah. Um, you've got, you know, 64% of America has an interest rate of, of 4% or below. So it's really hard to convince those people that to sell, know, yeah, to sell and, and, and go get the six and a half, you know, which has come down from seven and a half. Yeah, so, right. But you know they they're gonna take a, uh, it's gonna hit their pockets to, to go move. So most of the deals that we're doing now are mostly out of state people moving in. Um, a lot of new construction, still a lot of growth, but uh, you know I, I still feel you know that we're in a, a good area. You know there's a lot of room for expanding and. You know, we've all dealt with the, the traffic on the interstates. You know, oh. they're still trying to make them wider and bigger. But, you know, that's what, you know, the good thing about Middle Tennessee is they're, they're, they're trying to make room for the growth. Yeah. Kevin Long, uh, former Titans center here at the table with us, Birdie Bros in Hendersonville. How much do you watch the Titans, Kevin, these days? Well, I'm a season ticket holder. Okay. Uh, um, We've, uh, uh, me and uh, David Lucky and Joe Porter and Adam Tefteller, we've owned a suite since 2007. Okay. Mm. So we've been suite owners and uh, been watching them through uh, through the good times and bad. Yeah. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. this is not what we're, we're used to. But, um, you know, I, I do like what Mike's trying to do with the team. I do like the direction it's trying to go. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of biased because I played line. You know, it's disappointing to see how those five guys have performed this year. Um, but, you know, hopefully, you know, with the cap money that we've cleared up this year, we can address it um, and, and, and rectify that part. I, I know you're not a scout or you're not, you know, a coach per se in the NFL. You're watching it. You played it. I feel like offensive line play is down. It's not just here. I know it's been bad here the last couple of seasons, but when you look around the league, I think there's a lot of teams struggling with offensive line play, especially you know this time of year. You you understand bodies start dropping by the time you get to this point, and they're playing an extra game now. You the, Even now you're trying to have backups that are mm-hmm. serviceable. It's hard enough to field a starting five. Now you've got to have a backup that is going to get your quarterback killed. Why do you think – it feels like, and you may have a different answer, that offensive line play is down around the league. You know, I can't – well – Do you agree with that, I, by I, the way? I definitely agree. Okay. Um, you know, it's come in tougher position because of the fact that the, the, the defensive side of the ball has gotten so athletic. You know, you've got guys that, you know, when I played, you know, a big defensive lineman might have been, you know, 320, but they were run stuffers. Now you got guys that are 320 that are pass rushers. So it's gotten a lot uh, more athletic on the other side, which in turn you got to get offensive linemen that are more athletic. And, um, you know, if I were to pinpoint one thing, it has to come down to technique. And it has to come down with, with, with game planning um, because, you know, just speaking from the Titans aspect, you know, Derek gets hit in the backfield way too often. You know, and when you get that Especially guy, last Sunday, if he can hit that guy, <laughs> if that guy can hit the line of scrimmage running full speed, then we we're in business. We're getting three to four yards there, but when he's getting hit in the backfield, you know, minus two, mm-hmm. minus three, it, 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 to me, <clears throat> that's game planning, that's coaching, that's technique. You know, 
it, it really shouldn't matter who's out there if you take the right steps, especially if you're zone blocking. You know, when a guy slants into your your zone, you've got him. And you know, you know, I'm a huge Mike Munchak fan. Uh, I saw him, you know, this weekend with uh, at Frankie's funeral, and um, you know, the, the thing that Mike did for all of us is that he put us in a situation that we could perform. You know, and I'm a seventh rounder. I wasn't a first rounder, second, third, fourth. But, you know, we had guys like Runyon, who was a fourth rounder, Benji Olsen, who was a fifth rounder. You didn't have to have five first rounders, right. you know, on the line. But when we got our uh, weekly game plan books, we knew exactly what fronts we were going to see. We knew what stunts they liked the most, what stunts they like on first down versus second down. Uh, you know, and it put us in a situation that we were prepared. And so I think a lot of that has to do with why you see, you know, teams like if we're going to face a slanting team, you know, against the Titans right now, we're going to struggle. I mean, we just can't pick it up, um, especially, you know, when you look at last week's game, I don't know what checks they were running, but every time we get to the line and they would show blitz and, and you know, we would check to another run play and it just wasn't there. You know, we were checking right into the blitz sometimes. And <clears throat> to me, that's game planning. And, you know, if it's a blitz, I'd rather check into a, a quick pass. Than 16 carries run. last week. He was hit behind the line of scrimmage yeah. every carry. And that's unacceptable. I mean, that's, that's, you know, I'm, you know, I don't think our line is that bad to where, you know, these guys are all professionals. They played in college. They played at a high level. So to me, it comes down to, you know, X's and O's and putting those guys in the right situation, whether it be technique-wise, scheme-wise, or play call-wise, to where they can pick up certain blitzes and slants and stunts. I've talked to Brad Hopkins quite a bit about this. And, and you know, to be honest, I've talked to Chris Sanders. I've talked to Kevin Dyson about this. And now I'm going to ask you. It's not about game plan. It's about mindset. The mindset of your generation of Titans came down to one phrase in particular, impose our will on them. That was it. That was the game plan. This is what we're going to do. We don't care if they don't like it. They're going to have to deal with it. Our mentality is to impose our will on them all day, every day. This is what we're doing. And you know, and, and listen, you guys did it to the to the nth degree. Um, I don't see a lot of that. Now, I understand it's a different generation, sir. I understand it's a different – you guys played a different style. But what you're just speaking of, you know, well, you know, they're slanting and, you know, we should be able to do something, you would think, well, yeah, you guys would do something because you guys would decide, yeah, we're not – we're not putting up with all of this, not today. We're getting together, and we're going to impose our will, and we're going to run the football on them right. second half. And by the time the fourth quarter gets here, we'll see how they feel about it. Yeah. That was – I see you smirking. Yeah, that, that's the, that was the mentality. Is that, is that still alive and well in the game, or, or where is that? And am I accurate in what I'm saying about at least your generation, the White Helmet Titans? Right. Well, you know, that's just – there's nothing more defeating to a defense, you know, when you get up to the line of scrimmage and you know Eddie's going to get the ball and you know they were going to, you know, run it down your throat and they can't do anything about it. Again, to me, as a lineman or as any type of, you know, athlete, um, 
at that level, when you line up the line of scrimmage and you know what the defense is trying to do and what their scheme is and where if they're going to slant, uh, knowing what calls to make to where, you know, we'd have gang calls. If Bruce thought the guy was going to slant to me, he'd call gang, so I was reaching to the left. But to me, it's all about preparation. And when I'm confident that I know that uh, I know what the defense is going to do, then I'm not th so much thinking about, you know, uh, what if they do this? What if I know what they're going to do? So I just got to focus on my technique and get my hat in the right place and my hands and move in the line of scrimmage. And that's, you know, what I think we're lacking. I don't think we have the confidence. We don't know what the defense is doing. Mm. And to me, that's, mm. you know, everybody's been screaming our line is terrible. What about our coaching? You know, what are we doing to put those guys in the right situation? Because, you know, everybody's going to get depleted, you know, the Dolphins are without four linemen, and they won last week. You know, Buffalo Bills are beat up, but they're starting to run the ball a little bit more. Um, you know, it's 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 got to be, you know, at some point you've got to put guys in situations, and you got to coach to what you have. Let me let me turn the conversation a little bit. Can you believe that some of your former teammates are no longer with us now? And this is the fourth one. Yeah, that it's, it's Steve, it's Rodney Thomas now, it's Frank, it's Josh Evans. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all of them are heartbreaking in their own way. All of them were very different mm -hmm. in the way that they left us. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you're a young, you know, young man here. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, talk to me about, I'm sure you're grieving a little bit here, but yeah. just can you believe it, sir, that, you know, we're, we're talking about, putting down some of your teammates here you, you know it's definitely surprising um you know I, I unfortunately for me my roommate for college uh chad bates who played four years with the florida state seminoles excellent right guard he passed away at the age of 49 two weeks before frank mm. and um it's way too early for any of us and um you know uh, it, it's it's sad um you know, I'll, you know, with Frank and Josh and Steve and Rodney, the big difference is, you know, we're not losing bad people. I mean, these are really good guys. I mean, they obviously had great NFL careers, but I'm talking personally, these are guys that you would invite in your home, that you would break bread with, that you would let your daughter date. I mean, just genuinely great human beings and to see them you know go this early is is very disheartening um you know we need to do more you know frankie case you know he's 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 struggling i mean he's been struggling for years and everybody knew it but you know what was the nfl doing to to make sure that he had the proper care and we've got guys right now that are struggling you know, that, that, that we all personally know that need, you know, something has to be done to where uh, they're getting, you know, better care because of, you know, what they've gone through and just the mentality, you know. All those guys were excellent high school athletes. You know, they were excellent college athletes. And then they made it to the highest level. And then when that ends, you know, your life can't end, right? Your, what you do, what you contribute to the world hasn't ended. You've done a lot more than, you know, 98% of America, but that can't just be where your life ends. And, 
you know, um, Steve's a different case, and Josh, you know, obviously was sick. Mm. But, um, you know, Frankie and Chad and those guys, those, you know, those are ones where we can actually step in and help to where they're, they're getting some treatment, they're getting the right medical attention, whether it just be counseling and someone to talk to that, you know, to make sure they're in the right place. You know, the other thing about it is do you, with situation like Frank and, you know, your, your teammate Chant there at, at FSU, do you worry about yourself on any level? Uh, I mean, yeah. I'll tell you this. There are a lot of guys that <clears throat> with the concussion, uh, you know, lawsuit that the players union won. Yeah. You know, where you can go in and get tested for CTE and, if you test positive for it, you'll get compensated accordingly. And, and, and some guys are, you know, like, you need to go in, you need to answer this way. You need to go in, you need to answer this way. And that way they find you somewhat messed up, you get a check. I took a different approach to it. I want to make sure I'm not messed up. Yeah. You know, answer honestly. Answer how it should be answered. Because, I mean, granted, Money's great, but, like, your health and your happiness and being able to function in society is way more important than any check that the NFL can give me. Yeah. And so um, it just depends on, you know, what your aspect you're looking at. I know some guys are, you know, I, I, like I said, I've been blessed. I got a mortgage business, you know, been able to create a career out of it but some guys haven't and some guys when football ends they don't know what to do right yeah and, and where do you go that's real i mean that that's yeah. a real thing and i'm always impressed with the ones that are the one you can tell in a lot of cases not all kevin the ones that i've, I've talked to they have a vision when they're playing it doesn't mean that they're thinking about their career ending anytime soon but they they know that it will at some point and they're thinking of life after football um, but there's a lot of guys that obviously that never crosses their mind. They're just going to ride it out until it literally ends. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, well, then we'll just figure it out. But unfortunately, in a lot of cases, they don't know what to do. Right. They don't know how to handle, like you said, mm -hmm. life after football. Because in some cases, they've been doing it their whole lives. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you, you dealt with a lot of teammates that probably need that structure, right? They need that regiment. They need that schedule. In season, they were fine. You get them out of season, they don't have that schedule. All hell breaks loose. I mean, that's right. It does. And, and, and that's what we need to, you know, like the, the NFLPA is trying to do a better job of creating some uh, events and some, you know, network, networking events around the United States to where guys can come in and, and, and kind of meet business owners and try to, you know, extend their careers and, and we're, you know, going back to colleges and getting a degree and everything. But you're absolutely right. We got to figure it out. And, you know, it's, you know, coaching at Beach High School might not be what you envisioned, but you're still contributing yeah. and you're still participating and you have a set schedule and you're, and you're going forward with life. And, and some of those guys have to, to, to realize that, you know, it's not everybody can be on radio and not everybody can be broadcasting and on ESPN and sports center and stuff like that. So what's your plan? Yeah. By the way, there's some great 
former players around this area that are coaches now. Yeah, there's yeah, a, a whole lot bunch of, of them. Yeah. I mean, uh, we just we just saw uh, Tim Hasselback take the Innsworth job. Yeah. I mean, Ingle Martin's been doing an unbelievable job at CPA, and that could go on and on. Mm -hmm. I mean, there, and there's not not just head coaches like yeah. on staffs. Yeah, assistant coaches. Yeah, uh, Justin Geisinger. Uh, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. yes. There's job. another one. I was given a tour at my TV station the other day. And somebody was joking that Dane and Sydney was their PE coach and assistant football coach, you know. And they said, our coach says all the time he played in the Super Bowl, but no one believes yeah. him or whatever. And I was able to show them a clip <laughs> of their coach in the Super Bowl and their mouths dropped open. Like, that's that's coach. That's yeah. Sidney. That's Coach Sid. Well, I who can't is believe it. it. Brentwood or I, I don't David Akers was the kicking coach. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine being a high school player and David Akers is your kicking coach? Yeah. What? what? Yeah. You're getting better than that. Right. It's a little I mean, different. Yeah. yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, do we need to? Yeah, we do. Do we? I thought we were going to a little bit longer. We're doing? Yeah. I think so. Your world. I think okay. we're going to go a little bit longer. All right. All right. I, I hesitate to go there, but, but we need to, just because I have friends that uh, are grads there or alumni there, and I've talked to them, or I should say I've tried to talk to them since the whole uh, college football playoff rankings came out and the four that got in. I have Florida State fans, and I know they're mad. They're really mad. And like I said, I tried. I realized it was there was nothing I was going to say that was going to help them. They're ticked off. In fact, I went to a Christmas uh, party, the wife and I, Sunday night at Amerigo's downtown uh, on West End. And it was um, – I was at a table, and the, happened to be the people sitting next to me were Florida State grads. And we went down that rabbit hole, and it was like, man, here we are. Uh, this is how three weeks removed, and they're still ticked off. So right. what's your impression of an undefeated Florida State team getting left out? Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to get blown up over this one. But... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm extremely happy for what Norvell's done in turning that program around because we've got way too much history. We've got way too much tradition with, with, with what Coach Bobby Bowden did. Um, you know, <clears throat> we never expected to lose. We expected to play in a national championship every year that we were there. Um, for him to turn it around in, in the short time he did, all, all the guys on the team really need a big uh, round of applause and for what he's done. I'm sad for the players because they earned it. You know, they deserve a right to play in the national championship. As a former player and as a, a fan and and maybe even more as a, you know, <clears throat> alumni that wants them to continue the legacy, I don't like putting any bad product out on the field. And I watched the Florida game and I watched the Louisville game, and offensively it was a bad product. Mm. And, you know, <clears throat> I know recruiting, the, the, the signing day was yesterday, but <clears throat> when you're trying to get the ACC the respect that it deserves because everybody's already forgotten that Clemson played in a lot of national championships, you know, but for some reason right now the ACC's not getting the respect because Clemson has been down. But when you're trying to get the, the ACC back on the map, Putting a second-string quarterback out there with an inept offense because, you know, Jordan Travis made it happen is probably not the right signal. You know, and I don't – you know, I think 
things happen for a reason, and I think the reason why we're not in it is because we didn't want – I mean, they just didn't want to see an inept offense go against an Alabama or Washington and, and, and not put up any points and get beat 21 to nothing. Now, our defense, I, yep. we, can, we can hang with anybody, and that's what's exciting. But, uh, you know, from, a, from an ACC standpoint, from a Florida State standpoint, even recruiting to go in a national championship and, and and get or to the playoff and get beat by 30 or 40 just wouldn't send the right message. And so, you know, does it stink? Was I mad? You know, yeah. I was more mad at Georgia for not beating Alabama because I think, you know. <laughs> that probably changes everything. Yes. You're right. Georgia beats Alabama. I don't yeah. think they could put a one-loss Texas in over yeah, us. Yeah, I think you're right. And, and so I, I'm not fired up about it, but – I don't think we'd lose a lot because you look at what's happening right now with with Georgia and Florida State. I mean, we've got guys, you know, leaving, declaring for the draft. I'm not going to play. I'm going to NFL. Mm-hmm. And then you got the transfer portal. I don't know what team we're going to field. I was going to say, you probably can't yeah. even – you haven't determined who's going to be out there who's right. not. Yeah. Right. And so how does that change when you've got a guy um, – and I'm – Terrible with names. So, like, number four is our best receiver. And how does that change when he knows he doesn't have a quarterback to throw to him? Is he still going to play in the playoff? Yeah, I, I, that's a great question. Yeah. You know, like, or if he's going to, you know, I'm just going to declare for the I'm draft. I'm going to be a top ten pick. Yeah. I'm going to go to the NFL. <laughs> and when you start reading media and stuff like that, and there's no way Florida State's going to win, are these guys still enter the transfer portal, you know, to get on another team because someone's offering me the NIL million-dollar deal? Mm-hmm. And so what field do we really dress – out without Jordan Travis. Now, Jordan Travis in the picture, regardless of what he has, that leadership, he convinces guys to play, he convinces guys to stay, and then we're we're more relevant. And that's where, you know, that's my opinion on it. Well, that's that's definitely a different take than any Florida State alum, so yeah, thank I'm you for get that. In trouble with that. That, one, that has not been a take I've had from any Florida <laughs> no, State friends. No, it's been, it's been the polar <laughs> opposite. <laughs> Completely opposite. All right, yeah. real quick before we go to the break. So, evidently, I guess their board and their trustees are going to be meeting. Like, are you here? Like, what do you think? What is this all about? Are you? Well, are they going to like switch conferences? Like, what are they going to be talking about? Do you know? You know, it's it, there's a lot of politics that goes involved. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know. I do think what they're doing is trying to, to raise the bar and to try to, to bring more money to the ACC by using other conferences to negotiate. You know, Jimbo Fisher did this every year, you know, when after, you know, he was successful at Florida State. You know, like, well, I'm interviewing with Texas. I'm interviewing, you know, like, and we kept paying him more money. So they're just taking that same ploy and going to the ACC going, hey, we need to step it up. We need to get more money or we're going to go to the Big Ten. And so, uh, you know, I think it's a little bit. So of you that. don't think it's real? I mean, you just—it's. Just I don't think we're going anywhere this year. But to get I think more. they're just trying to, okay. you know, create more and, um, you know, but you know, the one thing I'll tell you is that you want more money, win, right? If you you want more respect, keep winning. Yeah. You know, and then we got to get some other teams in the conference to, to step back up. We need Miami and we need Clemson. Yeah. We need North Carolina. You know, teams like that that are traditionally in the top. 10 we need more of those yeah maybe a little jeff brom mm-hmm. had you, a good season yeah it's a good coach do you do you expect the the expansion here that things are going to change um for florida state a team like florida state could end up in the playoff 
almost every year. It, it, from the, our college football folks, they tell us teams like Tennessee, Penn State, Florida State, who traditionally finish sometimes second or third in their conference, could end up in the group of 12 almost every year. Yeah. I, I definitely think so. I mean, we have to be competing for the ACC championship. Um, but I think you got to find teams in every conference, you know, Big 12, Big 10, SEC that are competing. Um, but if we don't start, you know, increasing the rankings and increasing the competitiveness in the ACC, you're going to see a, a, a three-loss SEC team bump up one-loss ACC team. Yep. And you're going to be in the same situation as people are still going to be pissed off. Yep. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of truth in that. Kevin, great seeing you. Thanks yeah, for stopping in here. Thank you, Kevin. sir. Merry Thank Christmas you. to you Merry and your Christmas. family. Happy New Year. Thank you. Thanks for doing this. Enjoy the game. Are yeah. you going Christmas Eve? you going skin Seattle? Yeah, I'll be there. In the suite? Yeah. Okay. We'll be there. I have no idea who's going to be playing quarterback. Who's going to be out team. there? I was for, for either, either team. Yeah, we're not sure how it's going to We don't know what's out. going on with the Seahawks either. But enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate you all having me. Former Titans offensive lineman Kevin Long. Uh, we appreciate him stopping by. Birdie. Rose here yeah. in Hendersonville. We'll take a quick break, come back, wrap up the first hour next. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Bob's Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Granger presents the ones who get it done as the college football season progresses. The excitement continues to grow with packed stadiums and cheering crowds. Each team still dreams of winning the college football national championship, but come January 1st, only four teams will remain in contention. The question is, will Georgia be one of the four and can they pull off another championship for a three-peat? Only time will tell. The ones who get it done has been sponsored by Granger. Call, click Granger.com or just stop on by. Say, for the ones who get it done, Granger is offering high-quality supplies and solutions for every single industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. So, call, click Granger.com, or just stop on by. Granger.com. 
The Locksmith Company, our full-service locksmithing expert, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You could make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by The Locksmith Company, a proud veteran employer. For all your residential, commercial, or automotive locksmithing needs, call today for a free estimate or 24-7 emergency service at 931-801-5427. 931-801-5427. And also visit the LSCO.com. The Locksmith Company is looking forward to seeing you. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Welcome back to the McFarland Show on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Justin McFarland, Darren McFarland broadcasting live from Birdie Bros out here in Hendersonville. And we are thrilled to be here. Hope you can stop by. Uh, the address is 300 uh, Indian, Lake Boulevard. Indian Lake Boulevard. Thank you so much. 300 Indian Lake Boulevard here in Hendersonville. You jump off at exit 7 and make the right at the light. Come on up. And uh, make left. that left there. Yeah. Well, left. well, depending on where I you get depending off. On Dep- where... Depending on how you get here. If you're coming from Nashville, yeah. hop off at exit 7 and hang the right there. Um, and then come on up and join us uh, here. Things are busy at the shopping center. People yep. are doing a lot of shopping. But we'd be honored if you would stop by and see us and, uh, and bring some things if you can. Uh, we're collecting, of course, the socks and blankets and other materials uh, for Art Paducah <laughs> and his uh, Christmas extravaganza and giveaway, of course, Pat Sperduto and Darren going out there and making sure the homeless have what they need for Christmas and they're collecting items. So bring it by and they'll make sure it gets to the people who need it the most here. I think I hear the music. Uh, we're going to come back and begin the next hour with Seattle Seahawks play-by-play man Steve Ravel. We'll talk about the opponent that will be here on Christmas Eve on Sunday, and we will do that next. We're live at Birdie Bros in Hendersonville. Hour number two coming up next here on the McFarland Show. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Hey, this is Darren. And this is Justin. And we are the McFarland weekdays from 2 until 4 p.m. And we want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. Hey, this is Damon Keene, producer for the McFarland Show, and I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. 
Hey, along with Pat Cook, John Burton, Greg Pogan, the Greg Pogan, John Burton Show, all of us wishing everybody the best of holiday seasons and even better 2024. 2023 was a great year. We're looking forward to more fun in 2024. And we thank you for your loyal listenership. We love the interaction. Keep the phone calls coming. Indeed. Holidays are about family. We consider our listeners very much a part of our family. Thank you for listening and all the best during this holiday season from the Greg Pogan, John Burton Show. I'm Joe Fisher from the Mid-State Checkdown High School Football Game of the Week. From our family at WNSR to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and a Happy New Year. Listen, you can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Go Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Alrighty then. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Rolling along on this Thursday afternoon. We are excited. We are live up here in Hendersonville at Birdie Bros. Brand new place here at 300 Indian Lake Boulevard, really, really cool place. It's been open about three weeks, uh, and we are having a lot of fun. Doors are open. Man, it is nice It is sitting here pretty close to Christmas. Will is back at the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Thank you, Will. Let's head out to Seattle. Let's talk to their play-by-play man, Steve Rabel. He is on the line with us. Of course, the Seahawks will be here Christmas Eve at Nissan Stadium to take on the Titans. Steve, how are we doing? Guys, we're great. How about you? Oh, we can't complain at all. We're at a, a, fa- uh, a fun establishment. They're getting ready to feed us. The weather's great. I don't know if the weather's going to be great on Sunday, but no complaints here. We don't have a clue who's going to play on Sunday. Do you have a better idea who's going to play on your end? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think we do. Um, Gino is practicing for the first time really fully uh, since he uh, pulled that groin muscle in practice a couple of weeks ago. So, I think the expectation is he's going to play quarterback, obviously, our starter. But if he can't, we know that Drew Locke can handle anything that gets thrown at him after what he did against the Eagles on Monday night. He was just superb. Um, we've got a lot of guys who have kind of been a little bit nicked up, and we're, we're finding their way back to the to the starting lineup, uh, including Abe Lucas. It's a name that you guys probably don't talk about much. But our right tackle, we have these bookend second-year tackles, and, and Abe has been fighting a knee uh, injury most of the season. Well, he played about as well as he's ever played just this last uh, Monday night. So he's just keep, he just keeps getting better and better as, as we go along. Um, we're not sure about Jamal yet, whether he's going to be able to play our safety. Uh, he's just really struggling after tearing his quad at the, end, at the uh, beginning of last season. It's just a slow recovery. But he's, he's tried to go out there and well, uh, play as well. So, yeah, I think we're going to be pretty much uh, close to full strength. Well, we do talk about the offensive line here, Steve, but it's in a different light than what you just portrayed on on Seattle's end. Uh, it's more on the bad. <laughs> the last two years, the offensive line has been uh, pretty abysmal here, um, and they're getting the quarterbacks killed, and Derrick Henry's getting hit behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, I, I got to ask you, you brought up the performance. We, we watched it. Wow, what a what a dry, final drive, right? To, to beat Philadelphia on Monday night, oh, and it was Drew Locke 
of all people. And, you know, Geno Smith is another guy, everybody, including us, you know, we're like, Geno Smith, like, really? That's who they're really going? And, you know, he had the season that he had last year. And uh, how, how has Pete Carroll in Seattle been able to just, it seems like, you know, life without Russell Wilson, they've just thrown Geno Smith and, and Drew Locke out there, and they're able to get the production that they've gotten. Yeah, I, I think uh, you mentioned it. Pete Carroll, uh, sum it all up in, in those two words, Pete Carroll. Uh, one of my broadcast partners, uh, Brock Hewitt, who used to play quarterback here, played at the University of Washington, and is now on uh, uh, the morning radio show here uh, every day uh, that our broadcasts are on for the, for the games, said, said it, I thought, pretty well. And he said, it's amazing what the power of belief can do for you. And while a lot of people were losing their minds the last four weeks with four straight losses, Pete had never gone through this before as coach of the Seahawks. Um, there was that power of belief in the locker room that they could get the job done. And if they just stopped beating themselves, that they really could play competitively with just about anybody. And we've proven that. I mean, yeah, we lost twice to the 49ers in three weeks, but one of those games, the second one in uh, the Bay area was a really close game. And it was because those guys continued to believe in the messaging that, that Pete puts forth every week. And the fact that they know they, they've got some really good football players on this team and, and they should be playing better than at times they were. So uh, I think that's, you can chalk it up a lot to that. Yeah, the Eagles had some issues. Their quarterback was not feeling well. Hell, this time of year, nobody's feeling well. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I will also say, after what you just mentioned about your offensive line, you know, you guys are kind of in that position where you got a young offensive line, a young quarterback, kind of all growing up together. I hope we don't see it for another decade or two because in the next couple of years, with all these guys coming of age together, you're going to be really tough. And you still got you still got a strong stable of running backs. So, you know, the, the Seahawks are not going to overlook anybody, but they have certainly enjoyed this win uh, this last week. Well, we hope you're right on that front. How nice is it, to, no matter who's under center, with those two names that I threw out, to have the targets and the weapons that uh, they have to choose from running down the field. I mean, it's another thing here. Unfortunately, just the wide receiver position has not been uh, a good one here, one that they've really had troubles figuring out in 25 years of having a professional football team in Nashville. Um, you know, and you guys have three. Well, it looks like three, right? Looks like the, three. the rookie looks what the game winning touchdown. I mean, it looks like you got yeah. three legit targets for either Drew Locke or Geno Smith to find. Yeah, and and figure that you have those three guys, uh, DK, who caught three of his five passes in the last drive of the game uh, to get us into position to throw that uh, deep pass to Jackson. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba has just been uh, amazing. We should have known it. I mean, he's a, he's a first-round draft choice. He's a great young man. He's terrifically talented. And then, of course, you got the old guy of the bunch, Tyler Lockett, who all he does is go out and make a lot of catches and score touchdowns over a period of years. And then on top of that, he, he may be one of the nicest, sweetest guys you'll ever meet. And this on a team that wants to run the football. So when you've got those kind of combinations, you've got two quarterbacks who, who are talented enough to put it up for those explosive plays and can also spin it in those tight windows. And then you run the ball to boot. And we probably ran the ball as well as we did uh, at any time this last week, and it's still not good enough. Uh, there's got to be a, a better balance there for Pete, at least, seeing the running attack uh, married with that, that passing attack. 
And we haven't put it all together yet. I mean, we still haven't had one of those really big blowout games. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen this week because you guys got a really good defense. But it's it's getting there. They're getting there, and they, you're right. We have the pieces of the puzzle. We just have to play better together, and we have to play for one more play than the opposition. Steve, you played the position yourself, and you played alongside one of the one of the goats at the position in the history of football, and Steve Largent. Are you still impressed by DK Metcalf and what he is able to do? Just the physical. Uh, freak of nature he seems to be and do you say to yourself I can't believe I played the same position as this guy did <laughs> yeah and in fact I, I I don't think I did as I watched him uh, <laughs> run at, I'm, I'm guaranteeing you I didn't play the same kind of position that he did um, he is he is so remarkable first of all just just be in the same room with him and, he, and he, without his shirt on and he just he, he it's just stunning but the things that he can do as a big man, as a wide receiver, when I played, he was a defensive end. Trust me, with that size and the quicks off the edge, he would have been a defensive end uh, back in the day. Here he is as a wide receiver, and he works so hard at his craft to run really crisp routes. And he'll tell you, it's not all about just running fast. And he is as fast as almost anybody in the league at that spot. Uh, but he, it's also about how you set guys up and how you work hard at running your pass routes. And he leans on, on Tyler for some of those, and Jackson leans on those other two guys for, for learning what he's learned. Uh, and they can all sort of look back at a guy like Largent, who was the master at setting up cornerbacks. He wasn't the fastest guy. I mean, I'll, I'll toot my own horn here for one second. I was on that, on that roster back in the uh, 70s and early 80s. I was the fastest guy. But did I catch the passes that Steve Largent didn't know? because he knew how to get open. He had fabulous hands, and, uh, and he, he was just there for our quarterback, Jim Zorn, uh, every time that Jim wanted to throw the ball there. So if you have those guys and you're the quarterback, what a, what a wonderful uh, gift of riches that you have. And, and all those guys are phenomenal, and DK surely showed it this week. Steve, Pete Carroll, 72. Would it surprise you at all if he called a press conference in a few weeks and said, Thanks everybody. It's been it's been fun and uh, good luck and God bless. It would be the biggest surprise of my life if he did that. Mm. Pete Carroll is also the most competitive person I have ever been around. He has more energy than I ever thought about having. I'll be seventy my next birthday. I I don't even attempt to do what he does. He runs striders out on the field while the guys are getting warmed up every day. So this guy, I mean, he's just amazing and. He's got, he's got a message that the players still listen to. He's got a coaching style that the players love. He's uh, so well thought of in the community and the organization. Yeah, that would be a huge surprise to me. What wouldn't be a surprise if he came out this week and said, you know what, we're signing a three-year extension. That would not surprise me. Hmm. Hmm. I know you've got some time uh, constraints. You've got another interview to do, so we do appreciate that, Steve. You know, you should maybe do a Predators game with your holy catfish call because the <laughs> Predators are known for throwing a catfish yes. on the ice. So you'd be appropriate, you know, to, to throw in a holy catfish into a Preds Listen, game. Listen, I went, as, as you guys may know, I went to Georgia Tech. So uh, I'm from Louisville, Kentucky, and I went to Georgia Tech. So I'm sure I heard the holy catfish somewhere along the way <laughs> when I was down there playing with guys from Macon, Georgia, and Gainesville, Georgia, and all those other places. Southern uh, roots. So it just sort of stuck, and now it's really stuck. And I, I, it's got to be a big play, and we had a couple of them the other night. So I hope I get to use it uh, down in Nashville this week. 
Yeah, uh, good stuff. Steve, really uh, fun catching up with you. Thanks for your time. And, Safe travel, uh, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, happy holidays, and uh, we'll talk to you down the road. And to you guys as well. Thanks, fellas. Longtime voice of the Seahawks, Steve Rabel. Fantastic. Uh, and if you haven't heard it, when he did it on Monday. Yeah. But uh, when they've had – and they've had big plays over the oh, years. Yes, they have. have <laughs> especially since Pete Carroll yeah. has been their head coach. Um, he throws yeah. out the holy catfish. Yeah. And he, all, he did it with the game-winning touchdown Monday night. He's also the, the author of one of my – you know, one of the, the best calls in the NFL, the, the touchdown Seahawks. I mean – that, you know that thing has been echoing through my mind. You know, on on Sports Center and everything else for years. Nothing against Mike Keith here in Nashville. Not saying anything. You know, like, but no, his call is signature, uh, which is tough to do in this business. But he's got one, and uh, so it's it's an honor to catch up with him like that. It's really cool. So we go from Steve Rabel, the Seahawks play-by-play man, to Chris Jones, who is the man here at Birdie Bros in Hendersonville. I appreciate that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's hard, kind of hard to follow up on uh, you know, Seattle's play-by-play guy. <laughs> just a local business guy, but yeah, I'll, I'll do my best. But we're not going to ask you to do any play-by-play. That's fair. I appreciate you, that. You can tell the listeners though, and people out there driving around, because as we've seen, there's a lot of people out and about in this area. There is a few uh, about uh, this new establishment. We've and I've watched it firsthand here for hours. You've got the doors open, by the way, and yep. it's a beautiful day. And people are just walking in going, hey, what, what is this? What's this place? This is yeah, cool. Absolutely. So uh, first off, appreciate you guys coming out. Uh, but today, uh, yeah, so we've got the doors open. Uh, we're a brand-new establishment here in Hendersonville, Tennessee, uh, as you mentioned earlier, right off of Exit 7. We, uh, we've got seven indoor golf simulators, uh, a full bar, and a full restaurant. Um, so, yeah, we've got a bunch of different activities for people to do, whether you're uh, a hardcore golfer or if you're just looking to come hang out uh, and enjoy a night out or a date night. Uh, we've got a bunch of different options for you. I had some friends from used to live in Hendersonville, live in Dallas, Texas. Now just pop in here with their nieces. I, I didn't yeah. even know they were in town and shocked the you-know-what out of me before the show. But what was cool, the nie- their nieces were three and eight. Yep. And there were ar- there was already a family in one of the, the bays. That's the thing. You've got, like, this is not just a uh, adult, you know, Correct. golf simulator, right? Like, there's yeah. all kind. I think they were playing putt-putt when I looked yeah. over. Yep. We've, uh, we've got a bunch of different games uh, when it comes to that. So, yes, putt-putt is one of those uh, that the kids really love. Skee-ball is another one. Uh, it's everything we do is still with a ball and a club. Um, but we can have we can put skee ball onto one of the simulators. Uh, you can also play uh, different games like uh, darts. Uh, you can play beer pong and cornhole and a bunch of different things like that. Uh, so, or again, like I mentioned earlier, if you don't care necessarily about the golf piece and you just want to turn it into a big massive hangout spot and turn the Titans game on on Sunday, you can do that too. Wow. So, do you have everything from like? simulate things like pebble beach if you want to all the way down to putt putt or what are yes. the what are the different levels i guess yeah so we we you hit the nail right on the head okay so we've got up to 85 different courses 85 uh, and so they're scattered throughout the entire uh the entire united states and then uh, we do have some overseas uh that they play um so like for instance we've got marco simone the Ryder cup from 2023 uh is actually on there and we're constantly updating those courses uh throughout the year so the the simulator company we work with, they constantly add those things in just to try to keep things fresh and keep things new and, uh, and gives everybody a different experience. Wow. A- another thing, you see golf bags over there, Justin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see I saw that. Golf gloves. You see yeah. golf balls. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. so for people who are like, do I have to bring my own clubs? Do I 
can you, you know, will you have clubs for me? Yeah. So absolutely. how does that work? That's a great question. So we get that a lot. Uh, and a lot of people, you know, are, are very timid. They're like, oh, I don't want to be that guy bringing my own clubs. We prefer people actually bring their own really? clubs. Okay. Uh, people, right. people know how to hit their own clubs better than they probably do our rental sets, even though our rental sets are fantastic. Um, so we've got all brand new Stealth 2 uh, rental sets available. Uh, but, again, you can bring your own clubs. clubs. We prefer that you bring them. Uh, and we also do, uh, as you mentioned, Darren, we've got a, fu a full pro shop. Uh, of different merchandise and different apparel. Uh, one of the things that we wanted to make sure that we're a little bit different on is having a place to be able to go buy these things outside of a golf course. A lot of places are really starting to go away in, uh, in, in those apparel lines and having fun hats and different T-shirts and all those types of things that we want to try to bring uh, bring to them to the masses. So, why why this? Where did you get this concept? <laughs> it's a it's a it's a very quick uh, uh, it's a long winded answer, but I'll give you the quick version. So, okay. um, so about a, a year and a half to two years ago, uh, I was driving home from a wedding. Uh, a friend of mine called me and said, "Hey, man, are you in town?" I said, "I'm not." He's like, "Man, I, I just don't have anything to do. There's nothing to do here in Hendersonville." I said, "We've lived here as long as you know. We both have lived here about 30 years, though. Mm. We understand there's still nothing to do other than you know your your traditional bowling alley. So, uh, hey, what about doing something different?" And so then, on top of all that, uh, real quick, we uh, were driving through. Uh, my wife and I were driving through Cincinnati and heard a, a radio commercial actually for a very similar concept to this and then fast forward uh we decided hey let's let's put something like this in hendersonville and see what we can't do to make it thrive wow wow so just like that it went from a, a radio commercial and a and sort of an an idea and you were bored and here in hendersonville and said yeah. hey now listen and i've been here since 91 uh yeah. you know I've, my parents yeah. live in goodlessville right okay. now so i'm i'm familiar i know where i am yeah and you're right outside of shopping if you want right. to go shopping there's plenty of that in the movie theaters and stuff like that but yeah as far as interactive things to do Correct. here in Hendersonville, you know, there, there isn't a lot of that uh, going on. So this is something interactive that you can do, something different Absolutely. Uh, that you can get out there and get into. Absolutely. And that's, that's what we, we try to preach to everybody. Again, we, we don't want to necessarily be everything to everybody, but we try to be as inclusive as we can from, you know, uh, every different level. You know, if, hey, I've never played golf before to, uh, you know, somebody that really is trying to hone in on their game mm. uh, and give, give, uh, give a place to also come and eat and have a great time. So uh, a little bit of everything. So we'll come back to you in a little bit because we are going to try the eats. Okay. Yeah. The good food. It's it. sitting over there, <laughs> and we can't comment on it yet because we haven't had it yet. It's but true. it looks yes. not. The presentation, it looks great. I do want to ask you, and we'll, we'll talk about that when we get you on in a little bit. But real quick, this is the time of year. Mm -hmm. I know my wife has, always has to plan the Christmas party for her workplace. Yes. This is when people throw parties. Yes. You got New Year's, and even into January, Chris, yes. as you know, like it doesn't stop in the month of December. This is something that obviously you guys can accommodate if you want to bring your work or your group or a foundation or whatever, Absolutely. and you want to get have a gathering, yeah. you, you can do that. Absolutely. So we've got uh, seven total bays, five standard size bays uh, that can fit up to six people. We've got a premium size bay for 20 to 25 comfortably, and then we do have a VIP room that can fit 12 to 15 people comfortably. Uh, all little different experiences, but uh, we can accommodate groups, and we have, uh, even since we've opened, uh, of up to 70 people. We had a, a high school reunion here the weekend that we mm. opened. So mm. wow. uh, we, we, I promise you if there's a will, there's a way. We'll, we'll logistically figure it out. Uh, but, yeah, we're, we're open to all kinds of different parties, get-togethers. We've had doctors reach out to us about doing lunch and learns or 
you know, corporate mm. outings or all kinds of different things. So uh, any anybody that needs space that's looking to uh, to come and, and enjoy food and drink and, and just needs a, a quiet place, we, we can make that happen for you. All right. Chris Jones, founder of Birdie Bros. He's CEO, owner, I don't know, yeah. whatever you yeah. want to call him. He's yeah. all of those. He wears all those hats. I see him moving stuff, cleaning stuff. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's doing does, that, too. He does it all. Yeah. Here Absolutely. at Birdie Bros in Hendersonville. Yeah. Chris, thank you so much. We'll talk to you, you guys. Yes. Uh, in just a bit. Thank you so much for having us out. Absolutely. We'll take a quick break. We'll probably try a couple samples of food and come back with more of the McFarland Show here on Nashville Sports Radio. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler filling station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Ping G430 drivers, which combine the ultimate combination of distance and forgiveness. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series laser rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. This is the Grant Pogue and John Burton Show. Couldn't be happier for you. Well, Papa Pogue. 12.26 a.m. yesterday morning. Grace, uh, Alice Rose, 8 pounds, 1 ounce, mm. 20 inches, uh, and uh, all is well. I didn't cry 
uh, when I held her for the first time. Mm. I'd already cried the first time I saw her. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Welcome back to the McFarland Show, WNSR, where Birdie Bros, if I can breathe, <laughs> after uh, stuffing in our face for the last um, three minutes and 30 seconds, uh. um, it, was, it was outstanding. Uh, the folks here at Birdie Bros have been feeding us, and it's been wonderful. I knew... I knew that Will was probably going to have to play music a little bit longer. A little bit than louder no than normal. And longer. Because we were over there going to town. Going for it. Uh, Birdie Bros in Hendersonville, 300 Indian Lake Boulevard, exit 7 of uh, Vietnam Vets, right? Um, and it's right here. Yes, I mean, sir. You turn at the light and you just come straight back in it. You'll see it up on the right. Uh, easy place to get to. Appreciate Steve Rabel for joining us. To begin this hour, Seahawks play-by-play man. Uh, then you heard Chris Jones, who owns Birdie Bros here. We'll have our McFarland six-pack of pe- uh, six-pack of picks a little bit later. In fact, we're probably going to go a little bit later, Justin. Okay. Um, um, just because we, um, yeah, yeah, I think we're going to do that. So because we need to get that in. There's no show tomorrow. No. No show tomorrow or Monday. So we are going to break uh, for Christmas. So we need to get in. The McFarland six-pack of picks, even though I continue, I'm going, as they say, I'm going the wrong way in my picks. I was looking so good, and then I have just become an absolute failure. But anyway, we'll do that in just a bit. We'll also uh, check in with Pat Sperduto. Um, by the way, Will said he's very jealous. I know, Will. I'm not trying to rub in that we're eating great food here at Birdie Bros, but... It's just a fact. We are. But we'll check in with uh, our man, Art Paducah, or Pat Sperduto, in just a bit as well. I don't know if you've seen the uh, – I brought this up with Steve Rabel. The injury report for the Titans – I have not seen it. – is quite extensive. Well, Coach Rabel alluded to it yesterday. I um, mean, the Birdie Bros menu is pretty big, right? Yeah, it's both sides. I, yeah. I don't think it's as big as the injury report for the Titans. Yeah, well, I think the injury report for the Titans looks more like the menu at the Cheesecake Factory. Um, wow. What happened? What did I say? Yeah, okay. It, you know, listen, it, it's – but, you know, we, we've dealt with this issue now. You know, here we are in another year dealing with that uh, where the injury issue has come and, and hit this team. Except for now – it's okay, and, and and I'm wondering, Darren, honestly, if there are as many injuries we're seeing because the team is mathematically out of the playoff hunt, and I'm wondering if that has anything to do with the amount of injuries that we're seeing. Well, it's it also has to do with this I know time, it's time of year. year. I but understand. you're right. Look, I, I I think you're bringing up a, a good point because the reality is when you're ten and four, you may be banged up, but it's amazing how. You know, the miracles that happen behind the scenes, yeah. right? And how guys are ready 
for Sunday as opposed to four and ten or five and nine. Yeah. And those injuries seem to you know linger a little bit longer, and that's just the nature of the beast. That's um, that's just that's just how it works. I, I so, ju- I'm just saying, if the team was ten and four. I'm not sure if we would have as many injuries on the report as we currently I mean, do. You think the 49ers don't have injuries? They I do. think they do. You think the Dolphins have injuries? They do. I don't know if their list is their list this long. Um, I don't know. Well, be, you know if, well, one, you're supposed to <laughs> in the NFL. You're you actually have to, but I don't know if the same kind of people are reporting. That's so just all. just real quick, and we'll get to um, yeah, we can take phone calls six one five eight four four. 5,600. we have a call or two there. So, real quick, Aaron Brewer, ankle, has not practiced all week. Traylon Burks, illness, has not practiced all week. And I'm counting today's practice, just so you know. Linebacker Jack Gibbons, back, has not practiced all week. Luke Gifford, hamstring, has not practiced all week. Amani Hooker, knee, has not practiced all week. Will Levis, we know, right? Ankle has not practiced all week. T.K. McClendon, shoulder, has not practiced all week. Has he played all year? So, I don't even, that was one of those like, who? Okay. Sean Murphy Bunting, hip, has not practiced all week. Big Jeff, knee, we know, has not practiced all week. Kayvon Wallace, quad, has not practiced all week. Who? Mm-hmm. Trayvon Wesco, yes. He's a safety and special, yes. yes. Shen has not practiced all week. You, you get the – I mean, that's – Oh, yeah. I mean, it just goes – that. so I, what does that mean? Does that mean all of them are going to be out? I don't think that's what that no. means. No. But, I mean, at some point, I mean – by the way, they just put uh, NWI on IR, so you know he's out. If Traylon Burks can't go, I don't know who they're going to be throwing to. I don't even know who's going to be throwing the ball. Well, that's true. We don't even know that. No, we don't. Because, I mean, I think we both can agree, well, Levis is not playing on Sunday, right? Well. I mean, I know. I know it's <laughs> it's not. He has not been ruled out. And Will Levis has said, if I can go, I'm going. Yeah. I get it. He's a rookie. Yeah. He's younger. And he's got, you know, high be, testosterone levels. It would levels. be smart of them for him not to play. I don't see the benefit of him going out there and playing this football game. I, I don't. don't. Think, I don't think he's going to uh, play. You know, I don't understand why, what the rush is for him to go out and play. Um, you know, we've seen him enough, I think, you know, to, to make a, a judgment for this year. Now, does he need to play again this year? Sure. Could he play a couple of weeks from now? I mean, you got three games left. You know, would it would it be the end of the world if he waited a little while to play? No, I don't think it would be. So, you know, what's the what's the rush? The team is mathematically out of it. Yep. There is nothing left to play for nope. but pride at this point. Your, so what is the point? And your future. And your future, yep. which gets worse with every win, technically, depending on how you look at it. So, so what's the point? 615-844-5600. Let's go to Nate in Columbia. Nate, what's up? What's up, guys? Um, I am on my hands and knees begging you to please tell us what you want your soapbox to be about, Justin, before the show is over today. I cannot <laughs> soapbox to be weekend about. You're right. Without He's knowing. Right. All right, all right, all right. All he, right. Ha- he has to do this. You're right. Because right. we've been teasing it all that's week. A, that's, all I, that's all I had, guys. Y'all have a great uh, okay, holiday right. weekend. All right. Merry Christmas, man. So normally during a normal circumstance, we'll do this now. Because you're right, we've been talking about it all week. 
um, I would have a clip that I would play and we would set this up so everyone could hear it for themselves and so we can, you know, properly respond. But because of the circumstance, special circumstances here, and we're here with our friends at Birdie Bros, um, and we have, you know, other things going on. Um, Will, Will's back at the Strike Will's back Fair, at the Strike Family Fair. Fun Center studio, yeah. and Damon's out. I think Damon's the one who had the... The clip. Yeah. So, so we'll, we'll, I'll do it myself here. We'll do it ourselves here. There are some people who have an issue with the Tennessee Titans wearing the Tennessee Oilers or the Houston Oilers uniforms. One of the people is Bumani Jones, who, of course, has been on ESPN for years. He's got his own podcast. Who doesn't have a podcast these days? Uh, he's got his own podcast, though. He had and a show that's been he is, canceled. He had an HBO show yep. that's been canceled. Um, he has uh, been on the Internet, and he's released a 10-minute video uh, talking about this one issue. And, by the way, he's from Houston, so take this with a grain of salt. He is from Houston, grew up in Houston. He is not an Oilers fan. He says he did not grow up an Oilers fan, but he is among those who feel like it is hurtful and insulting for the uh, Tennessee Titans to wear the Houston Oilers uniforms and has called it cosplay for them to go out there and wear the uniforms. Okay, his word, not mine. Now, here is that none of that has really ruffled me. If that's what the way he wants to feel about it, that's fine. The part of the comments, and again, I apologize, we'd normally play them for you to hear in it, in their entirety yourself. We can't do that here. The part that ruffled me is when he went on to say that, you know, Nashville should just be so happy to have a football team. And the fact that Nashville, if the football team were to leave, that no other team is coming to Nashville, that no one would be checking for us if the, if the Titans left. You know, and it was no big deal for the city of Houston to lose the Oilers because they just knew they were going to get another team. So, you know, for, for, for them... You know, it, it was just, you know, some, something that happened. It was a complicated fight with Bud Adams, and it really doesn't have anything to do with us and, you know, all, all of that. But, you know, Nashville, y'all should just be happy to have your team. And, 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 and if, if, the, if the team left y'all, wouldn't nobody be trying to check for y'all? Wouldn't no one check for Nashville, you know? And, and, we're, and we're Houston, and we knew we were going to get another team. Okay. That, that, that's the part that had me a little... A, a little bothered here and also compared us and by the way this is the other thing also compared us to to Birmingham and said you know the only reason that you know people know we're Nashville is because we have a football team and you know because Birmingham and Nashville he says I know their differences but you know honestly he says I can't tell the difference really all that much and I was like okay anybody who says that ain't been to Birmingham and it hasn't been to Nashville you know you haven't been to one or the other that, that, that's the truth of the situation. And I've, I've been to Birmingham recently, and I've been to Nashville recently, like, you know, today. And I know there is a difference between the two, and I understand, you know, there's huh, – let me, let me pause there. Let me, let me catch my breath here with that. <laughs> I, wanna, I just want to say this, that I understand that when the Titans first came to town, Bumani's right. There was this – feeling that we couldn't believe that the NFL was here. He's correct on that. But that feeling and that atmosphere that nothing else would come here hasn't been around here in about 15 years or so. And it needs to be updated in a big way. 
the same way that somebody said something about, you know, there's no way that somebody would leave Chicago to come to Nashville. You know, the the, the White Sox. Oh, I, that's what I was. That's, gonna, that's the, where I was going. Would, would leave Chicago and come to Nashville. Excuse, excuse me. Excuse me. This? Excuse me. So the MLS <laughs> coming here, you know, they're not checking for us. MLB. You know, is having their winter meetings here, and you know the the rumors are out that they've been coming here and wanting to move here. The WNBA has shown heavy interest in moving to town here. If rest assured, if the NHL was not here, the NBA would be trying to get here before they'd be trying to move to Memphis. But believe me, now they're in Memphis now, but they're in Memphis in part because there's already an NHL team here, and yeah. there's no room for them here NASCAR at this particular point. Is NASCAR here. is here and is looking for a bigger presence here. If the NFL, if the Titans in the city of Nashville, for whatever the reason, could not work out a deal, rest assured that the, that the National Football League would want to be back in Nashville in short order. Nashville is much closer to Houston and Cleveland as far as getting a team back than places like St. Louis and Baltimore, who had to wait well over a decade after they lost their NFL team to get their team back. Nashville is much closer to places like Houston and Cleveland who didn't have to wait as long to get their team back. And that is what I'm trying to say. And I understand his feelings, and, and you know, and, and I understand, well, you know, it's not my feelings, but it, it meant a lot to a lot of people to see people running around out there in the Houston Oilers uniform. Okay, well, take up your argument with Bud Adams, which you can't because he's deceased. And the city. And the city who couldn't come together so you can keep your legacy there. And by the way, you should have asked Bud Adams to do what the city of Cleveland and Art Modell did. And that is leave the Browns and the entire history back there in Cleveland so when the Browns start up again, they can continue on as if nothing ever happened. Because there's a brand new generation of fans who probably don't even know. And that's what's so scary, Darren, is we have grown people walking the earth who probably don't know that the Baltimore Ravens are the Cleveland Browns. You probably have no idea. Oh, yeah. Because they left their entire history including Jim Brown and everything, yep. everything. They left it in Cleveland. So when the city of Cleveland wanted to start the NFL franchise again, they can continue the Browns as if nothing happened. That is not what the Titans did. That is not what the Baltimore Colts did. They moved their entire history with them to Indianapolis. So we've got, you know, the city of Nashville has got those colors. They've got the rights to the uniform. They own it. The city of Houston does not. Sorry. The first thing I thought of when you were doing this, because, again, I'm sorry we don't have the clip to play, um, but we would have played it uh, if we would have gotten to it earlier in the week. It's been a little bit of a busy week trying to cram it has. everything it has. in. I, I, I literally thought about our Chicago topic and the, the clown on Twitter and, and and his podcast or whatever. that like, it's just, Bumani Jones is slightly bigger of a presence uh, you know, which is why I wanted to bring it well, up and address he, it. Yeah. Well, he certainly is a bigger presence than I don't even remember. That guy I don't even remember. That guy that we don't even know his name. Yes, he's got a much, much bigger presence. I, I don't have a problem with people who want to be angry with the whole Oilers thing, especially the way they did it. They did it against the Texans, whatever. Like you in Houston, you can be mad about that. That is totally fine. Where The problem that I have is – just the ignorance in those statements because what it does every time somebody says that like Nashville you should just be lucky or no one would come there 
it just it, the ignorance is it's very clear that just like I said the same thing about the guy in Chicago, you haven't been here, man. <laughs> you are literally talking about anybody a who's saying those you kinds of things. You ain't been here, man. It's obvious so you how, haven't been here. How ignorant are you to have such strong feelings about two mark in this case two markets? It seems like you ain't ever been to. Because guess how many times I've been to Birmingham? I don't know, probably thirty times. SEC Media Days, you know how many times I've gone to SEC Media Days in Birmingham? You know how many times I've driven through Birmingham and stopped? I've been there a lot, gone to the lake down there just on the outskirts of Birmingham. If you think that there is actually correlation between Birmingham and Nashville, again, you haven't been to either market. So you come (laughs) off very ignorant with a stance like that. Again, just stick to what you're really angry about. You're angry about the Titans trolling the Texans on their game here, and that's okay. And that's okay. That's okay. You can be mad, Houstonians. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Houstonians. Sure. You can be mad. But to to do this, oh, little old Nashville, you should just be lucky you got. Like, dude, like you come off. And I know Bumani is not ignorant. At all. Okay? He's At all. He's a smart individual. Highly. But he comes off ignorant with that statement. Bruh. It just comes off. Bruh. So poor. Come on, man. And people like me and a lot of others, you lose us. Because if you just would have been angry at what, and just come out and stayed with that, stayed in that lane. Yeah. And just been angry about what they did. I'd have so much more respect for you and just That's say, fine. I get it, man. It's you cool. You want to be mad like, about it, be mad like, about it. That's cool. Keep, you can keep yelling about it. Like, it's your prerogative. It's cool. But just to say, oh, well, Nashville, just, y'all should just be so happy. Right then, you've, to have like the football that, you've team. lost me. Like, stop. You know, because if the football team left, wouldn't nobody be checking for y'all? It's like, stop. Excuse you? Stop it, man. Come on, bro. Stop. This is not 1996. <laughs> it's, it's just not. I, I, it's not even 2006. I wish stop. it was. Because I remember my hair color. I remember my waistline. I remember a lot of things in 1996. Now, no, now Broadway in 96, yeah, an NFL team not checking for Nashville in nope. 1996. Nope. All right, we'll take a quick break. More of the McFarland Show live here at Birdie Bros in Hendersonville, Nashville Sports Radio. Hmm. This is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant and new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters, and the station. Your brain is an amazing thing. But as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Everyone loves Nashville right now. It's the perfect family getaway, but it isn't just known for its food, bright lights, and music. It's also known for football. The Trans Perfect Music City Bowl is coming to Nissan Stadium on December 30th. Come see Auburn versus Maryland right here in Music City. The music, the food, the fun. Spend your weekend in Nashville. It's your family's perfect start to the new year. Tickets are available now at MusicCityBowl.com and on SeatGeek. Brought to you by Tennessee Lottery. It's the NFL on Sports USA, and we're in the Sunshine State as the Jacksonville Jaguars head over to Tampa Bay to battle the Buccaneers. Trevor Lawrence and the Jags bring lots of talent on offense like Kirk, Ridley, and ETN. Baker and the Bucks can sail downfield thanks to Godwin and Evans. Mayfield goes deep left side, has Mike Evans for a Bucks touchdown. It's the Jaguars at the Buccaneers this Sunday on Sports USA. Coverage begins at 2.30, live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. WNSR, we are National Sports Radio. You are talking to a trained broadcast professional because I can speak with uh, half a chicken wing in my uh, mouth here right now. So um, it's totally fine. We're hanging out at Birdie Bros out here on Indian Lake Boulevard, 300 Indian Lake Boulevard to be exact, right off of exit 7. Um, we are hanging out and uh, providing... Hopefully some holiday cheer uh, to those in need. We've had a couple people drop off uh, some of the hats and socks and blankets uh, that Darren and as well as Coach Pat Sperduto are going to be handing out there uh, to members of Nashville's homeless community coming up here on Christmas morning. As a matter of fact, we're going to catch up with Coach coming up here a little bit later in the program. Special edition of the McFarland Show broadcasting from Birdie Bros. We're going to run a little bit later than normal, so you're going to get some bonus coverage of the McFarland show here as we're going to run until 4.30. 4.30. We've gotten the official word. 4.30. That's what we're going to run until. So have a chance to come by, hang out with us if you would like, or you can listen in as we've yep. got some local sports talk with you until 4.30 this afternoon. That's why we're a tag team, see? What happened? Well, you, I tagged you or you tagged me, and you talked, and I chewed. Now I'm done chewing. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, this is probably what it's going to be till we get out of here at 4.30 every break because <laughs> there's a table 
full of great food here at Birdie Bros in Hendersonville. 615-844-5600. You heard uh, Chris Jones, the owner, talk about their food. We'll talk to a chef a little bit later before oh, we get out of here. chef. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good deal. Yeah. Um, he can tell you all about the menu here. So, well, we're just going to go to uh, – I'm sorry. Where, yeah, where I'm are talking, we? I'm just. I'm talking on air. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, to Will back at the Strike is Fair Family okay. Fun Center Studio. We're gonna g- just go to the end of the hour. Just, just so you know. Here. Okay. Well, we're taking it to the break. Taking it to the top of the show, sir. Um, what would you do? Top of the hour. What would you do? Who would you like to see? I, I should phrase it that way. Who do you want to see? under center against the Seahawks on Sunday. That's the best way to oh. to phrase this question. Who do you want to see? Wow. Not who do you think. Who do you want to see out there on Sunday? I, I would like to see Will Levis if he can play. Um, if he can't play. Really? Yeah. Well, With a high ankle sprain? Well, if he can play. Again, that that's the key question. If he can play. Now, if he can't play, then obviously, no, I don't want to see him. If he, if, he can, if he cannot protect himself, if he cannot make it worse, then, you know, then no. Now, who's the second guy I would like to see? Honestly, it's not Ryan Tannehill. Let's see Malik Willis. Because, you know, and I know everybody, well, Malik Willis is bad. The season is over, everybody. The season is mathematically over. There is no miracle that can happen that can get the Titans any extra playoff games. It's not coming. So the Titans still have decisions to make as far as quarterback is concerned. If Malik Willis can play, the Titans still have this right. Maybe he can play. If Listen, if we don't want him here, maybe he can play himself into a trade situation. Maybe somebody will take him. Because right now I'm not even sure you can trade Malik Willis right now. I'm not even sure anybody would give you a seventh-round pick for Malik Willis right now. So if he goes out there and shines even just a little bit, maybe you can get yourself into a position where you can trade him. So I'd rather see Malik Willis. Plus, if you have a horrible offensive line, which the Titans, the offensive line has not played uh, very well, which earlier in the show we had um, uh, former Titans offensive lineman Kevin Kevin Long here with us, uh, who gave us, some new things to think about, about why they may not be playing well, which I, I found intriguing. Um, but if the offensive line is not playing well, I'd rather see Malik Willis out there. He gives you a better chance to, to get out there and make something happen than Ryan Tannehill is going to do. Um, so that's just me, in my opinion. I'd rather, see, um, I'd rather see Will Levis, but if Will Levis can't go, I do not want to see Ryan Tannehill. I'd rather see Malik Willis so we can make some long-term decisions about whether or not he's even the backup. He's even the backup, the future backup of this football team. Because to me, that still needs to be decided. Or whether or not he needs to, you know, they would be better off shopping for a backup this offseason, among the many other things they need. 615-844-5600. Let's go to Mike and Melrose. Mike, what's up? Mike. Hello, guys. Well, I'm I'm not in Melrose today. I'm actually down here in Destin, Florida, just hanging out oh, with a little bit wow. of family. Man, Mike is bragging. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Mike. What Merry you call, Christmas. Hey, want to put beach. in a quick plug? Nothing against the food you're eating or the place you're at, but uh, we do have, and it's not a traditional bowling center. It is a all-out, full-fledged family fun center in Hendersonville. Yes, bowling. You do. Yes, you do. I've been uh, there. Laser tag, roller yes. skating. Absolutely. Lots of stuff to do for the family. So 
never a never a bad time for a good time there at Strike and Spare. Been to uh, several birthday parties at that location there in Hendersonville. My nephews love great good birthday deal. parties. Yeah, we, yes, we were uh, very fortunate to survive the tornado a couple weeks ago. The oh, one boy. our Thank old goodness. location down the street yeah. had just reopened. Big play, and they were not so lucky. So, uh, best wishes yeah. to them in the recovery yeah. process. Yeah, big play, and all yeah. the other people who got hit during that time. Hey, no uh, doubt. Uh, I was reading a paper today. Maybe, maybe not today, but someday the Baseball Hall of Fame. I read a full article about Gary Sheffield and his chances of how he deserves to be well, in. What, what think, do you think, Mike? They, well, he's got the numbers. Now, what's holding him back some is he had a little uh, mm-hmm. workout session there with Bonds there one year yep. for five yeah. or six five or six weeks. But uh, he, his name never came up as as, as, as being on steroids. And I, I don't know if y'all have ever seen the the, uh, the documentary about the Balco thing and all that. That's just, you know, that's just it's sad, I mean, especially Bonds. I mean, he was a, one of the best players of all time. He didn't need to do that, but he did, and others did, and now we got, you know, between him and and Clemens, you know, two of the best players of all time might not ever make it. So how would you handle it, Mike? Put yourself on a committee, and your vote counts. How how would you handle that era with Gary Sheffield and that whole crew that are deserving? It's a bunch of them. Yeah. I, I I agree with my dad, who's much more knowledgeable, and he just you know let let them all in that area. That was that was the if that was you know what most of players were doing that. I mean you know he always goes back to the day where players were taking amphetamines and greenies and whatever, and then that right. that was just that was that era. That was you know you had Clemens Clemens the pitcher doing stuff against the hitters. So I mean I just you know and people want to compare it to. People want to compare it to Pete Rose. I don't think that's a fair comparison because Pete, even though that's another day, another story, even though he Very wasn't playing, different. he did could affect the games by what he was doing as a manager. Yep. That, that is very true. Anyway. So you'd let them in. You'd let them all in that, that are deserving, obviously. I would definitely let – I would definitely Bonds, Clemens, maybe – I don't know if McGuire and Sosa had the numbers. A-Rod probably oh, does. Oh, yes, have they the do. <laughs> yes, Pud, they do. Pudge. Palmero. Well, Pudge is Pudge is in now. Palmero's not. Pudge is, Pudge in. is in. Okay, Pudge is my in. bad. Okay, Pudge just barely, in. just yeah. barely. Yeah, Rafael Palmero is not. And Sammy Sosa has over 600 home runs, and I'm not sure where McGuire landed, but you know it's McGuire's it's well over 500 one. for sure. All right, guys. Happy holidays to you. Yep. Same to you, Mike. Thank you. Enjoy, we'll Dustin. You. you know the the, the argument about. Bonds and Clemens especially, is they were Hall of Famers even before they started doing whatever it is they were doing. Yeah, I don't really – but they and, did know, it. So. But they did it. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, I'm not saying that, you know – I'm just saying that if there is an argument for them, the argument is that, you know, Bonds – especially Bonds. Bonds and Clemens both were surefire Hall of Famers even before the, the steroid use. But, you know – that is what it is, and that, that argument will continue on and, until forever. Until forever, quite literally. Yeah, it's a, it's a tricky deal. Um, I, I saw Gary Sheffield play a lot, live and in person. Mm. Uh, and I think he's 
to me, there was no doubt he's a Hall of Famer. Again, it I know I don't think anybody really has doubts. It's it's just literally about the era that he played in. Yeah, and so and I think there's, as Mike alluded to, there's there's questions about him. And, there is and others, and so therefore, they haven't put anybody in that that has, you know, I guess dark clouds or question marks around them into the hall. I'm going to that Cooperstown is, in July. That'll be my first time to Cooperstown, and I'm looking forward to it. Our baseball team is going to go there and play at uh, at Cooperstown. We're going to stay in All-Star Village. But uh, obviously I think you get tickets to go to the MLB Hall of Fame, and I'll be curious because I've never been, like I said, first trip. And uh, I'm very curious uh, to see what the MLB Hall of Fame looks like. I, I just think – I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. I don't either. I don't have a strong, strong opinion one way or the other because on one hand, I don't like cheating. On the other hand, again. Greatness if, is greatness, If though. everybody was doing it, yeah. did anybody really have an advantage? I don't, I don't know the answer to that. I, I didn't play at the highest level. I will say greatness is greatness, though, and, and anybody who seriously watched the game would understand that Gary Sheffield in particular – was one of the best hitters of of that era, um, and you know, he was he was more than than a power guy. He he could hit for average. Like he was a a guy that can kind of do it all at the plate, honestly. And so well, I just and he was a great fielder. He too. was a great fielder as well. I I, I you know it's it's tough. Yeah. It's real. It's really really tough. Little bonus coverage for the McFarland show. We'll come back. On the other side, we'll check in with Pat Sperduto, McFarland's six-pack of picks. More coming here on Nashville Sports Radio, live from Birdie Bros in Hendersonville. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Oh, Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Bonus coverage of the McFarland Show. A first, if you're listening right now, you're listening to history. It's the first time the McFarland Show has been on the air after 4 p.m. Central Time here in Nashville, Tennessee. So we welcome that. Uh, We are live at Birdie Bros, 300 Indian Lake Boulevard out here in Hendersonville. You can find them because the door is open. The green awning is, uh, is popping for you. It's exit 7. And you can come out here and check them out as uh, they've got the TVs on. They've got the heat on. You're going to need that on a day like today. And uh, they can also give you a feeling of spring because they have got 85 different golf courses that you can use and play on if you are so inclined uh, at one of their uh, simulators out here. So uh, we are thrilled to be here and uh, and we'll enjoy. If you stop by and send hello. A lot of people bringing in their own clubs. Looks like... Uh... Some groups are uh, going to be doing uh, some, actually some, we'll get Chris to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, some leagues, some league play. Oh. 
Yeah. Okay. We'll get him to talk about All that. All right. We're going to do the McFarland six-pack of picks before uh, we get out of here. We are going to go until the bottom of the hour. So, as Justin mentioned, this is a first for the McFarland Show. This is our last show before Christmas, so not on the air tomorrow or Monday. So we do need to get in uh, the McFarland six-pack of picks. Our phone number is 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. We had former Titans center and offensive lineman Kevin Long join us earlier on in the show. And now we're going to talk to someone that he said he knew very well, Pat Sperduto. Yeah. He did not know he was also called Art Paducah. But we did inform Kevin Long that Pat is art. And Pat now joins us. Pat, how are we doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We are having a great time at Birdie Bros in Hendersonville. Pat, Ke- Kevin says you look like an art. He does. He says, you know, Pat just look like looks. What does that mean? I don't know. You look like an art. Is that a compliment? I I don't know. I'm going to take it as a compliment. Kevin's a good guy. He very rarely says bad things, so I'm going to take that as a compliment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, uh, Pat, this is our final push, man. This is this is it. Uh, we know we're going to try to help some people on Christmas morning, but uh, there's still time, a little bit of time, a little bonus time. Here at Birdie Bros, we've got some stuff that has been dropped off in our, uh, in our, in our, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I was saying in our know. presence, in our, we, at we, our location. We People will, ha- we will have off them. At our location here. We will have them. I'll have that on Christmas morning. I told you that uh, a couple of listeners have dropped things off at the station. I'll have that as well uh, for Christmas awesome. morning. But you've got Yogi's Place. You've got Venmo. There's still some more options until what Saturday is I guess we're going to kind of close yep. up shop so if you could uh, tell everybody the particulars please okay so right now we actually we, we just had a delivery here at the uh, at the house with uh, from Amazon with a bunch of blankets too so we're in we're in really good shape what we'd love you to do is if you can we're looking for new socks gloves or blankets you have until the 23rd, which is Saturday, to drop it off at Yogi's Pizzeria and Ice Cream at 4825 Trousdale Drive, Unit 236. Uh, Yogi has been awesome. Him and his wife, Robin, I just can't thank them enough. I can't thank WNSR enough. You guys have been great. We had, you know, the, the, the remote on Tuesday. It was awesome, and I'm sure you guys are, are kicking butt up there as well in Hendersonville and at Birdie Bros, I, you know, I, again, thank you to both uh, Singletree and Birdie Bros for helping us out as well and, and opening their doors to give us a chance to get as much as we can. We're going to, on Christmas morning, we'll go out and we will deliver meals, blankets, gloves, and socks to the homeless people downtown that need help and, and hopefully give them just a little bit of a smile and and make them feel a little bit better on Christmas Day. And, and it's all thanks to this community. And the turnout's been awesome. You can also donate a dollar, $5, $3, $10 to uh, there's a Venmo tag at Rosie Sperduto. Um, and if you want to help that way, every penny has been spent thus far. And every penny that comes in from this point forward will be spent um, on helping the homeless, on giving them the you know, the, the things they need, which are socks, gloves, and blankets. 
And uh, we're excited to do it. We're excited to have a great Christmas day and take care of some other people. And you guys have been a huge part of it. And I thank you both for, for your friendship and, uh, and what you guys do for, for this community. At Rosie Sperduto is uh, Venmo. And thank you for saying that, Pat. We feel certainly the same about you and your family. Just trying to do our little part. So you've got uh, an opportunity here before we get out of here in Hendersonville to pop in here. You've got uh, Yogi's Pizzeria and Ice Cream. Um, again, that address is, Pat? Uh, it's 4825 Trousdale Drive. It's right off of Harding. If you get off Harding and head um, right at 60, uh, at 65, east, I off I-65, off I-65. Yeah, off I-65, get off on Harding, head east, and then Trousdale is on your right-hand side. Head down Trousdale. It's right there. And uh, they, I'll say this, Yogi's has great pizza. It's probably my favorite in the city. i got to be truthful. And I'm a... And I consider myself a pizza connoisseur. So, really good pizza and, and ice cream. I try to stay away from the ice cream, but the pizza is my is my my uh, nemesis, unfortunately. <laughs> so uh, they, they will welcome you coming in and dropping anything off. So uh, fantastic stuff, Pat. Appreciate it. Um, and I guess that's that's we've covered all of our ground. Yeah, here, we've right? done it. Okay. Thank you, Coach. And Thanks, Merry Christmas. Guys. Yes, Merry Christmas, Pat. Hey, I'll see you on Christmas Day, Darren. Yes, Thanks, sir. Justin. Thank you, sir. Merry Christmas, and good luck the rest of the way for you and uh, and your organiz- your football organization. <laughs> oh, appreciate it. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us. Do you uh, – we just want to go on and, and slide in the McFarland six-pack of picks. Why not? Seems you know like what? a good time to do it because we're going to get to talking to other folks. So yeah. let's uh, let's slide it in right now. Okay. Now, of course, uh, Darren has been keeping a ledger of uh, of how we're doing. Uh, so let's let's find out how we did last week um, as we uh, as we continue on towards the, towards the end of the season here pretty soon. Uh, in just a little bit. Uh, the six-pack of picks is something we've been carrying on here since the start. Uh, Darren has dropped below 500 as of last week. I was still hovering above, but we'll see where we are in the latest standings right now. Okay, so it was a first for me last week, and it's not a good first. It's a bad first. A big old goose egg. Big old donut. Steelers at the Colts. Last week was a donut for you? Donut. donut. Uh-oh. Steelers at the Colts. Steelers. I knew that was a, I don't know. Remember I tried to do the opposite. Yeah. Remember I said I'm going to go the opposite. Yeah. Well, guess what? Uh, the opposite didn't work. Yeah. Steelers, loser. Titans, loser. Yeah. Cowboys, loser. Yeah. Jags, loser. Mm. Broncos, loser. Yeah. Eagles, loser. Uh, All against the spread. Uh, Justin, you went three and three. Okay. You, you had to serve. Steelers, Titans, and Eagles were your L's, your dubs, were Bills, Ravens. And Lions. And the Lions, yeah. So, with my big donut and my big offer, I am now 36-48 and 48 on the season. Started off so promising, Man. so good, and I have just literally run into a wall, and, uh, and I have sunk. The Titanic is at the bottom. 36-48, and 48, which still isn't horrendous yeah. against the spread, but it certainly isn't good okay. at all. Uh, you went three and three, and you're now still ten games above 500 against the spread, which is really, really good. Forty-seven 
and 37 on the season. That's crazy. Yep. <laughs> that is really crazy. Yeah, no, that's, um, you know. That's fantastic work. Man. Okay. Well, good. All right, so we ready for this week? Yeah. All right, let's go Saturday. Remember, there are two games on Saturday. Tonight's game is Saints and the Rams. Saints are at the Rams. Ooh. We're not going to do that game. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So Saturday, the first game is at 3.30 kickoff hour time, and it's right. the Bengals and the Steelers. Oh. The Steelers, so it's at Pittsburgh. At Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is getting two and a half. Bengals at the Steelers. Bengals have ruled out Jamar Chase. Yeah. Bengals are favored by two and a half. No word on Kenny Pickett. Um, no, I think they're going with Mason Rudolph. Oh, that's right. They did say that. By the that. way, I that's, tweeted they out. They did say that. You've heard me talk about Mitch Trubisky. I tweeted out uh, in their last game, during the game, pretty early on in the game, I was like, hey, Pittsburgh, if you're going to keep trotting out Mitch Trubisky, Expect to keep taking losses. Mm. Well, they're not trotting out Mitch Trubisky. All right. They're going to Rudolph. Give me the Steelers. You know, again, the the numbers and the history just, you know, I know they're on a slide recently, but give me the Steelers. Um, I'm going to go Bengals. Yeah, makes sense. Makes this, sense. This is not uh, the Steelers of any decade we've been accustomed to. I understand. Uh, and I know they're still they're, they're I mean, it's not like they're seven and seven. Yeah, but oh, I know they're just they're just not good, man. They're they're just it's, not good. I know. All right. By the way, Mike Tomlin, you know, getting into George Pickens basically about like, hey man, where's your effort? So that's just those are all bad signs, yeah. right? Whenever and he's a really really good receiver. He's the best receiver they got. Yeah, and well, <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, is coach having to get into him? Okay, Browns. At the by the way, the other game to, on Saturday, that game is on NBC. Okay. The nightcap is on uh, Peacock. Peacock. Bills at the Chargers, but we're not going to do that game. Okay. So Sunday, big one. Browns nine and five at the Texans, who are eight and six. This is a huge game Browns for both teams. At Texans. Cleveland in Houston. All right. Texans getting two and a half. Browns and Texans, eight and a half. Yeah, Browns. Browns. You're Give me the going Browns. Browns. Give me the Brownies. Give me the Brownies. All day. Uh, plus two and a half. I. Boy, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Browns as well. I'm going with the Browns defense, really, is what yeah. I'm doing. So I'm going to go Browns, too, minus the two and a half. Okay, the game here. Seahawks at the Titans. Titans also getting two and a half. So the first three games, the home team's getting two and a half points. Oh, give me the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm just not taking the Titans. No, just give me the Seahawks. I just, no. That, that would be something. I, if, I, if the Titans are able to pull this just, game off, they're just first not. of all, we don't know who's playing quarterback. And the Seahawks need to win. The Seahawks yes. are playoff hungry. Yes. They just beat the Eagles last week. You know, I know it's a short week it's for them. A short week coming across the still, country. They, they need to win this game. So give me the Seahawks. There are some things that are in the Titans' favor. They're at home. Seattle's coming across the country. Sure. Seattle, like you said, on a short week playing yeah. on Monday Night Football. But, I mean, they just have everything to play for. Yeah. And they're just more talented. Yeah, like, they are. I, I, how are they going to stop Seattle's offense? I, the pass rush has a good day, maybe. I, I, I just don't. Of course, I also said the same thing about the Miami game, and they won. Well. So uh, we both went with Seattle. Okay. Yeah. 
Jags at the Bucks, another big game. You're like, what? You're doing this? No, this is actually a huge a game. game. Huge game. Uh, Tampa is trying to win a division. Yes, they are. A lousy division. Yes, they are. They're trying to win it. They're at home, and the Jags, again, are going the wrong way. Leaking They've oil. lost three in a row now. Is that right? Yes, they have. Uh, Jags eight and six, Bucks seven and seven. That game down in Tampa is a pick 'em. Oh, fun. Uh, who wants it? Who needs it more? Who can win it more? The Jaguars are supposed to win this game. That, you know, that's that's what they're supposed to do. Give me the Jaguars. Whew, that's hard to say. But give me the Jaguars. The, the Jaguars are supposed to win that game. Bucks at home, a lot on the line. I'm going to go Tampa. Okay. I mean, those are good reasons. Dolphins in Miami. This is a good one. 325 on Sunday. Dallas down in Miami to take on the Dolphins. That game, too, is a pick em. Dolphins at home hosting the Cowboys. Pick them. Jeez. Two teams. I, yeah. um, Two teams that have struggled against good teams. Yeah. <laughs> they, beat on, yeah. they beat up on bad teams Just, uh, and have struggled with good teams. The game's in Miami. Give me the Dolphins. If the game was in Dallas, I would take the Cowboys. Game's in Miami. Give me the Dolphins. Um, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I think they bounce back. Mm, now on the road. I know. But we'll see. I know. Uh, and finally, the Monday Nighter is going to be incredible. Boy, we're going to do that one? Everybody's like, Super Bowl matchup. Yeah, it could be because we've Maybe. already seen that as a Super Bowl we matchup. We have. I covered it down in New Orleans. The lights were out. 2012, and the lights did go out in the second half. Ravens at the 49ers, <laughs> and the 49ers got drastically Cons- better. Conspiracies. When the lights came back Conspiracies. on. Conspiracies. Not good enough to win, but they got a lot better. Conspiracies. Ravens out in San Fran to take on the 49ers. San Fran favored by four and a half. Uh, the 49ers. Give me the 49ers. Yeah. I don't trust Baltimore when they go. 49ers at home. Yeah, I'm taking the 49ers. So there you go. That's our McFarland six-pack of picks. Right. 615-844-5600. We are live at Birdie Bros in Hendersonville, our final show before Christmas, got about 10 more minutes before we get out of here. We'll take another quick break, our final break, and come back and wrap up the McFarland Show from Hendersonville, and we'll do that next. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often, there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much 
By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it, the price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. Grind into the new year. Catch John, Jaron, Dez, and your Memphis Grizzlies as they take on the Sacramento Kings on Sunday, December 31 at 7 p.m. Get ready to celebrate a new year and secure your tickets for the Grizzlies New Year's Eve game by visiting grizzlies.com. Give the gift of Grizz this holiday season with a six-game holiday pack. The best prices on the season's best matchups, including the Lakers, Clippers, and more. Holiday packs start at just $30 per game. Visit grizzlies.com slash packs for more information. Brant back in the fold. His first game back had the game winner to beat New Orleans. So Pacers Grizzlies tonight, they'll tip at 7 o'clock. Adam, 7 o'clock. Tip Grizzlies and Pacers right here on WNSR. 615-844-5600. Let's go to Eric. Eric, what's going on? Merry Christmas to you. Yeah. Yeah, we got you. Uh-oh, Merry he Christmas. doesn't hear us. Hello? Yep. Hello? Eric, you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, Hello? we can hear you, Eric, you guys. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know what was going on. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas, Eric. Hey, guys. Uh, I guess the lines have changed. Before I saw the lines this morning, I thought San Francisco was a five-and-a-half-point favorite. And actually, I saw, unless it's been bet down, Miami was favored by a point-and-a-half over the Cowboys. So, I, I guess the lines have changed or something like that because I didn't see anywhere it was a pick em. I saw Miami as a slight favorite, so who knows? I could be wrong. I am looking. Let me let me refresh. I did these lines before the show. Um, okay. Let's see. Ravens 49. Uh, let's back up. It was down. It was at five. Yeah. And I, we don't, you know, we have to do a hook so we don't yeah. have ties. So I yeah. went down instead of up. I thought maybe it was yeah. going that way. So. Yeah, you're right. It's back up to five and a half, and the Dolphins right now are minus one. It was Pickham earlier. Now it's minus one. Then and I saw no one was a a point and a half, so there must be a lot of betting on that game. But regardless, guys, uh, 
the Super Bowl is going through San Francisco because the only way Dallas or Philadelphia has a chance, they have to win out, and San Francisco has to lose two games. They're not losing two games. They might lose Monday night against uh, Baltimore, but then they got to play the Commanders who they're beating, and then they got to play the Rams because other than the NFC Championship game where the Rams win the Super Bowl, I think the San Francisco's beat the Rams. It's either something like seven times in a row or eight times in a row. So, yeah, I just don't see that happening. And even though we got a great Monday night game, we got a horrible Sunday night game. The Patriots at the Broncos, and next Thursday night's game's not too good. The Jets at Cleveland, and the final well, the week before whatever game gets flexed. Uh, I think the final regular Sunday night game is Green Bay at Minnesota, and it's whatever they decide for the last weekend. But there are a couple of interesting choices. It could be Buffalo and Miami. It could be uh, the Texans and the Colts. They play in the final Sunday game of the year, uh, as well as uh, some various others. So we'll see what happens. But, guys, again, Merry Christmas, and we'll talk to you again next week. Y'all take care. Eric, Merry Christmas to you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Appreciate it. Appreciate it very much. So before we get out of here, let's bring in um, – Let's bring in our guy, Chris Jones, who's the owner and CEO of Birdie Bros in Hendersonville, where we've had a fantastic time today. It's a beautiful new place here uh, in the shopping center at 300 Indian Lake Boulevard here in Hendersonville, exit 7. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a great option. And something that we didn't touch on, Chris, when we talked to you earlier in the show, by the way, the food is absolutely fantastic, which we have touched it on. It absolutely is. I, I would just be that. honest. I don't want to choose, but if I was forced to choose, those jalapeno poppers yes. were, yeah. yeah I've never good. seen them made like that. They are, they're definitely uh, something that we've, we've tweaked a little bit, but, yeah, we've got them down fresh every day. Uh, so uh, Chef does a great job in the back uh, making sure that we, we get everything out and everything's exactly how we, how we want to portray that. And he's visible. Yes, he is very visible, that very, very visible. So cool for him to come out and kind of tell us about each – each item and, uh, yeah. you know, kind of what he's doing back there. Absolutely. We, uh, we we pride ourselves on making sure that the customer service aspect is there, uh, and that's as far as management, ownership, uh, chefs, uh, anybody uh, needs to come out and touch tables, make sure the food's right. If something's not right, we need to make it right. So we, uh, again, trying to go back to that old-school mentality of, hey, maybe we should have a little bit more of a service aspect in the business as opposed to, well, we'll just open the doors and you get what you get. Yeah. 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 No. You, you talked about Christmas parties or parties in general. Yes. Maybe for the workplace that will go on through now, through New Year's, and even into January. You're talking about already people booking parties or get-togethers Correct. for January. Something else that I think is going on right now because we saw a lot of people walk in with their own bag, and you yep. talked about that when we talked to you earlier, league play. Yes. So next week we're going to start league play. Uh, it'll, uh, it'll be a two-man match play event, uh, and it'll change the format every single week. Uh, so the first one we're going to roll out is only going to be four weeks. Uh, and then after the first of the year, we're going to start rolling out six, eight, 12, 15-week leagues. Uh, so a little bit longer term. So uh, we're going to kind of test the waters and see what people like and what people don't like. Uh, gives them an opportunity to come out very similar to what a bowling league looks like, uh, you know, way back in the day when people used to go to bowling leagues all the time. Uh, and come out and hit golf balls and have some good camaraderie and 
some some good competitive juices flowing. So do you envision at some point people coming in with different color jackets on and, you know, having the showdown at Birdie Bros, you know? It's uh, it's funny that you say that. Yes, actually. Uh, so part of the uh, the simulator. He says, the, actually, yeah. We, we thought about it. We thought about a lot over the last uh, 18 to 24 months. So, uh, yes, absolutely. So we, we have uh, the, the format that the app is actually built off of is very Twitter-esque or uh, X, I guess, now. Um, so it, you can actually engage with your followers and following. So, like, let's say hypothetically that the three of us are in a league together, okay. uh, and I check in at Birdie Bros and let let them know that I'm on a simulator. Uh, it'll actually send you a notification. Let's say that Tuesday nights we've got league night, and I'm here Monday night. It'll send you that notification and let you know, like, hey, he's getting some range time in. It's oh. pro- probably a good idea to get out and hit some balls before, oh. before your league okay. night. Let on him Tuesday. know oh. That, oh. And what everybody yeah. else is doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Been, I've been working. Yeah, okay. exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And we've got uh, we've got a few more uh, little special things, hopefully middle to end of next year, um, that we're going to start incorporating uh, into the the simulator play system. Uh, we can't call it gambling, but we can call it wagering. Sure. Um, that are actually going to be built into the system. So nobody likes to play golf with that guy that never has cash and never wants to pay after you <laughs> you play nine holes. Um, so it, it's uh, it's a third party app that will be able to, uh, to to take care of all that. So just little things to to try to be different and keep uh, keep people coming back and enjoying. So real quick before we get out of here, the other thing with this being bowl season. Yes. Into the regular season for the yes. NFL. You've got Predators hockey. Yeah. You've got televisions you can equip to come in here and have, hang out, have a good time, and watch yeah. all the sporting events. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got 20 t- TVs scattered uh, throughout the bar area and in the restaurant. And then uh, you can also turn the simulators into uh, massive TVs if you want to have watch parties uh, from anything from the Super Bowl to college playoffs. Uh, anything in between, you know, when the, the Predators get hopefully uh, in the playoff run later yes, next sir. year. Uh, they, uh, you can come in and just watch those games on the simulator screen instead of playing golf. Awesome. Merry Christmas. Hey, Thanks Merry for Christmas. Thank Merry you guys. Christmas, Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you guys coming out. Merry Christmas, Darren. Yeah. Merry Christmas to you, Justin, as well, and all of our listeners out there. We've had a lot of fun here. Birdie Bros in Hendersonville, 300 Indian Lake Boulevard. Come check them out. We'll see you next week.